0: Hey folks, and welcome to another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. I'm your host, Randy Wilburn, and I'm excited to be with you today. I have got uh, an individual in front of me that I'll just, I'll put it out here quickly. I want to give a shout out to Worth Sparkman from Axios NWA. Worth does the daily newsletter. And if you haven't subscribed to it already, I want to encourage you to do so. He and Alex Golden put out a great Program on a daily basis. So if you want to learn about everything that's happening in Northwest Arkansas, you need to check out Axios NWA. They've always they've given us shouts out on a regular basis whenever we do a podcast or talk about different things. And this I'm kind of flipping the script on them by highlighting something that they brought to my attention, which is simply some of the recipients that have participated in the Northwest Arkansas LifeWorks Here initiative and. I'm excited today to actually bring one of the recipients on that was actually featured in the Axios NWA daily newsletter, Jaron Andrew Best, and uh, he goes by Jay, and he is uh, he's no stranger to these parts, but when you hear his whole story, you're going to understand why I asked him to come on and why I think he is such an appropriate ambassador for this program in terms of what he's trying to do and what some of his uh, future goals are. And I hope people listening to this that are thinking about coming to Northwest Arkansas, this episode should seal the deal. And I, and I hope, hope I don't hype it up too much, Jay, yeah, but, but yeah. we're going to go from there. So without further ado, Jay Best, how are you doing today? I'm well, I'm well. Thank you so much for having me, Randy. It's, it's great to be
1: here. It's, it's a beautiful experience, man. It's
0: oh, great. absolutely. Yeah. No, I, again, I was excited because when when I originally spoke with Worth, he said, "Yeah, I'll check and see if he's interested." And then I thought, "Oh man, this dude may not want to be on a podcast." And it just—I said then as then as I looked at kind of your background, I was like, "No, I think he'll, I think he'll uh, capitulate and agree to do oh, this for sure, so. for sure." I,
1: I was like, "How fast should I respond? Should I, <laughs> should, I, should, I should I wait?"
0: Right. So, right. Yeah. Right. No.
1: Super excited, and again, thank you for having me. This is awesome.
0: No, no, without a doubt, without a doubt. So listen. What I'd love to do is for you to kind of share your superhero origin story, a little bit about your background, and then we want to get into the initiative and talk about the whole Life Works Here initiative for Northwest Arkansas and really what it has meant for you. So, but uh, tell the audience a little bit about Jay Best.
1: Yeah. So, 34, born and raised in Fort Smith, Arkansas. So, what, 30, 45 minutes down the road, played basketball Loved, loved, loved sports. Went to college, uh, actually in Conway at Central Baptist. Uh, was there for four years. After school, got into the workforce immediately. I studied business, Just went to my first job was at Experian, Consumer Direct. I was a call center agent. I did extremely well, climbed the ranks, and finally got my taste of what corporate America could feel like and could look like. And then I got some really great mentors and some resources from there was able to kind of build up my resume and my skill sets. And it was awesome. I remember I got my first temporary position um, at Walmart at corporate office, and I was doing some e-commerce work. And that completely just, it filled me with joy. It was, it was, a, it was a great job, great team, great culture. And the, it was a mix between technology, business, and, and relationships across the board. So I fell in love with e-commerce and then just grew and took off. Uh, my career really, really took off. After Walmart, I end up... So a few years back, do you remember when Walmart acquired Jet?
0: Yeah, sure. That so was, was a big acquisition. It was a huge... It was actually was...
1: the largest acquisition in e-commerce until a few years back, Chewy was actually acquired the dog, uh, the dog brand. And uh, now that's the largest acquisition. But when, when Walmart acquired Jet, I was spending a lot of time in San Bruno, California and working closely with some Jet, uh, were now Walmart uh, employees, built some great relationships. And one of, those, uh, one, of them, one of those colleagues actually went to Boston to Evenflow. Uh, it's Good Baby International, but it's, uh, Evenflow is one of the main brands that they focused on. And he actually you know, recruited me to come out there um, and to, to lead their e-commerce business. And so my family, we made the tough decision. My wife, who's amazing, she, at the time, this was five years ago, I think, she had two businesses. She was a, she's an esthetician. So she was doing, she had a location in Rogers. She had a location in Fayetteville. And I remember my friend called me. He was like, Jay, uh, come to Boston, come check it out. You know, I'm at, I'm at a gig up here. So I flew out there. I was like, it was, it was a great, really great conversation. And I remember I called my wife and I was like, babe, uh, conversation went really well. And she was like, well, Jay, we're not moving unless they set, you know, throw down X number. And I said, babe, they beat it easily." Yeah. She was like, well, crap, we're, we're moving to, <laughs> to Boston, aren't we? So uh, we, we packed up, we moved to Boston. Uh, we, we've been there for the past four years, four plus, four, four and some change for years. Fell in love with it. I loved Boston. My wife is from Southeast Arkansas. So she's really family oriented, really, you know, and, and that's, a, I, I admire that about that, you know, that, that family. I love it. I love it to death. But that was one of the tough parts, right? So I was thriving going into the city we also just recently had a, a newborn two years ago. So during that pandemic timeframe. And so her being at home and pretty much in a, in a alone state, right? Because I'm at work and the kids are at school or she's dealing with the kids and she's dealing, you know, it was tough. It was tough. So it was my friend reached out to me. Uh, he's here in, in Fayetteville area and was like, Jay, I found a way for you to come back home. <laughs> and I was like, what is this? And he sent me the link. And I read it and I was like, I, I, no joke, something <laughs> came over me. And I know, I, when I looked at the application and it gives you like a series of questions, right? Like, why should we select you? Yeah. I, I didn't even need to think about it. I just, you know, went straight to the keyboard like, I this is me. I am Northwest Arkansas. I, the idea. Hey, wait, uh, I'm Northwest
0: Arkansas. <laughs> I'm <laughs> There's a shirt, you. right? There's a yeah, shirt about right. that, yeah, right? Exactly.
1: Um, the idea and the opportunity to come back and, t- and to bring everything that I've learned in corporate America, everything I've learned from a leadership perspective from, and I'm specifically around servant leadership, because I think that's key, right? Bring my talents here and, and not only thrive in Northwest Arkansas, but then start to give back to my community. Because that was one of my main goals this whole time was, yes, I would love to leave when I was in my younger stages of my career to really grow, understand how the world works in different parts of the region. But then come back, and then when I come back, how do I benefit my community? How do I take it to the next level and sow into them what what I've learned so far? So that kind of give you a a high level of before Mm -hmm. before the the recipient part. So
0: well, I love that, and you know, I think I told you this when we when we spoke when we had our preliminary interview, if you will, on the the phone, and we talked about it. And I said how you know when I left. Teaneck, New Jersey, Mm -hmm. I was gone. I was out the door. I went to Howard and, you know, I just became a member of the world stage. Right. Right, I said, I'm never going back. You know, I always tell people never say never. Yeah. But I I said I was never going back. But I I think it speaks volumes that you thought that much of Northwest Arkansas and it it had impressed you so much that you said, you know what, I want to come back here. Yeah. And that's why I wanted to tell your story on the podcast, because yeah. I think people listening to this should hear from someone that actually, you know, that you have left. Yeah, You spent time in Boston.
1: And I'll tell you, just coming back. So I was only gone not even that long. Four years is not that long, if you really think about it. And when I've just the time that I've been gone, this place has boomed. <laughs> like I told you the story on the phone, right? When we came down uh, we, I think we came through like the Tennessee area into on top of Missouri, or, excuse me, the bottom of Missouri into top of Arkansas from the northwest part. And when I came in through Bella Vista, I had to turn my GPS on. I had no idea where I was, like the, the highways have changed. They've, so this place is, is really booming. And I remember a quick story I, when I was working at Walmart before I moved to Boston. I remember we were in our pods talking uh, and I think, we, I think they just announced that uh, Top Golf was coming. And everybody was going crazy and like, oh, Top Golf, what's next? Maybe a cheesecake. So, like, just the idea, just the, the this place is continuing to grow. Um, it's just been awesome. So,
0: yeah, no, I, I love that. Yeah, and I actually, I'm going to Topgolf, Top 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 Golf in a few days, but I've, yeah. I've been there a few times and it's it's amazing. I remember when they first started yeah. putting it up. As soon as I saw those nets going up, go up, I said, oh, they're putting a Top Golf oh, here. Oh man! And I said, you know, you a couple of my friends that are from here were like, wow. We really feel like we've arrived if a top golf is in town, right? So, no, you know, like yeah.
1: it's that's like one of the staples. Like, oh, you're not a city to have a top golf, right? right? Like, yeah. so it's good that we have it. I love that.
0: I love that. So, well, man, let's let's talk a little bit about. So now you're with Keurig Dr Pepper. Keurig Dr Pepper, and um, and I know we talked about that. And so now you you had an opportunity that presented itself for you to come back here, yeah. Where they basically said they said to you, "Hey, this opportunity is great for you." So. Is your job still domiciled in Boston, but you're now yeah. working here? Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I'm still fully remote. And especially like there was kind of a, we had a, the opportunity to go back in uh, September, but then the Delta variant came out. Yeah. And so that, I think that really across the board pushed all return to work dates back. Mm-hmm. Um, and some even indefinitely, like some businesses are going straight remote. But for me, I, I had the opportunity to, to stay here. And, you know, when they do return to work, I'll just, you know, fly in on a monthly basis like I did when I worked for Walmart and flew out to San Bruno. So,
0: okay. All um, right, cool. So, and, and you're used to that. And I think, yeah. I mean, I think this opportunity will, will give you a different chance to kind of check some things out. So let's talk a little bit about what was, I mean, for you, what was the biggest aha moment about this? Obviously you, you at a feverish pace, you filled out that application mm-hmm. very fast, but what was, was there any one singular thing that really stood out to you about this offer that made you say, "You know what? We need to think about coming back to Northwest Arkansas," or was it just as soon as you saw that it was a slam dunk?
1: I'll say both to some degree, right? Like, you know, my wife was always, you know, ready to come back, right? She she made the sacrifice for me to go to Boston, so of course I was going to make that sacrifice to come back to Arkansas just so we could be surrounded by family. But yeah, I I loved Boston, right? And I I was there was that teeter-totter moment to where should I stay here and really see where my career could grow within the city? Or do I take this opportunity and, and go back to, to the South, right? And so the way I kind of thought about it and approached it, uh, of course, my wife and her, that situation was paramount. But other than that, the opportunity to come to Northwest Arkansas, not just to come back, but to be a part of a group, yeah. that was huge, yeah. right? Like the, the council um, and all of the, the, the affiliations that, that surround it and in partnership with it, it's like now I can come back, but I can be plugged in to the core of the city, right? And and really and really start to make an impact.
0: And that's that you you said a very key word there, plugged in, right? Yeah. Like, even even people that live here now that like have lived here for a while, or maybe they went to school and then they uh, right. transitioned from school to work because yeah. they're working with one of the big three or whatever organization they're working right, for. Right, right, right. A lot of people say, "Hey, you know, my biggest challenge being here is plugging, plugging in." in. Yep. and you have to be able to plug in and so yeah. i'd love for you just to kind of share some of the things that the council has done to con- not not just plug you in but even connect you with some of the other participants of yeah. this program
1: yeah so they're i think they're doing a phenomenal job right so as soon as as soon as a recipient gets here um you'll get you know uh, flooded with emails right and one of the things that you'll get is you'll get invited to like a slack channel online chat right and within that all the recipients are in there and so they're they're constantly sending out get-togethers and you know situations to, to to gather and to to feed off of each other and learn. So we recently went to one a couple of weeks ago. It's in Springdale, the winery, Sassafras. Sassafras. Yeah. Sassafras we were there. Not, very nice. It was my first time there, yeah. and so it was my first time actually seeing. <laughs> and it's not far from here. It's not far. It was beautiful. It was beautiful, right? And so I think there's about twenty to thirty recipients there. We just got to just hang out, talk fellowship, and. It was so awesome. So, and I'll talk about, we'll we'll segue into one of the benefits of that in a little bit, I'm sure. But just introducing ourselves, putting names with faces and understanding, you know, because when I first got this, I was like, is this just like my segment in the industry, you know, in corporate America? And then come to find out it's across the board. There's people from the film industry. There's people from- Nonprofits. Nonprofits, like you name it. If they applied and that, you know, they they had what the, the council, you know, had they what it had, they're here. So it's the group is very, very diverse. The one thing that we all have in common is we're hungry for whatever field we're in. Yeah. Right. And we're excited to bring that here. And I'll tell you, even at that one Sassafras event, there were some that I remember there were one particular couple, they made the trip down, they were doing some you know, journey through the, they were traveling through the States and they actually made the trip down to the, to Sassafras and to check it out as they were making their road trip. Right. And they were like, I don't know, I'm on the fence, but I don't know what it is about this place. But these people are so like, when they say something, they mean it. Yeah. Like it's really <laughs> warm here. Like right, right. And they, it was, it's contagious. Right. And you don't really find that atmosphere in other places. And so it was really, it was a really
0: cool event. Yeah, no, I, you you're you're absolutely right, and I think that's kind of how we felt about it. And and people on this podcast that you know our regular listeners know my story and how we got here seven yeah. years ago, and why this podcast was essentially what I would have liked to have listened to before moving here, nice, so that I could have some idea of what I'm getting myself I into. Like that though. yeah, yeah, and I mean it just makes perfect sense, and and so I but I think you know. Being able to share even experiences like yours yeah. will help somebody else down the road that will listen and say, "Man, yeah, I know exactly how Jay feels, yeah. and I know I know what he was looking for is something very similar to what I'm looking for, right. And, right? and hopefully, I it sounds like maybe I can find that in Northwest Arkansas.
1: Yeah. So the way I sum up Northwest Arkansas is it's a fast paced small city. Yeah. You know, it's it still has the, the, the atmosphere of your neighbors, your brother, your sister. Like there's that community camaraderie for sure. Like I was just putting up a pool and a 24 foot pool, it's huge. My neighbor brought his ATV over, <laughs> started to help me move dirt. Like right. we yeah. high-fived, yeah. like yeah. it was, we, we bonded, right? And the people in Boston were equally as great, but I just, I, I didn't have that, you know? No one yeah. helped, I didn't, no one shoveled my, the snow <laughs> when, when out of the driveway. So it's just different. It's just a different atmosphere. So that's a huge selling point.
0: Oh, it is. It absolutely is a huge selling point. And I'm going to just take a quick break to pay the bills. Not really pay the bills, but I do want to share just a quick synopsis of this program, just so that you have an understanding of it. So consider this the infomercial, if you will, of the Northwest Arkansas. We live here program. The Northwest Arkansas Council is investing more than one million over six months to attract top talent to the region through the Life Works Here initiative, which brings to light the lifestyle and career benefits offered by the region, which Jay was able to take advantage of. The initiative is sponsored by the Northwest Arkansas Council and made possible by philanthropic support from the Walton Family Foundation at the recommendation of Stuart Walton and Tom Walton. These are Sam Walton's grandkids. And then it goes on to say, what's in it for you? Well, Northwest Arkansas, as Jay has said, is a great place to work, live, and play yeah. for recent grads, families, career changers, entrepreneurs, artists, and more. Yeah. We're offering top remote working talent, maybe you, a $10,000 cash incentive to move to the region. The funds will help with everything you need to set up your new life in Northwest Arkansas. In addition to the $10,000 incentive, recipients will be gifted a street or mountain bicycle to help you take advantage of the 162 miles of paved trails, the 37-mile Razorback Regional Greenway, and the 322 miles of world-class mountain biking trails that has made our outdoor enthusiasts flock to the area on a regular basis. Alternatively, participants can choose an annual membership to one of our world-class art and cultural institutions like Crystal Bridges, which is absolutely insane. That was a recent episode that we had on I Am Northwest Arkansas because Love they're it. about to celebrate their 10-year anniversary. But that, that little quick infomercial that I just shared yeah. on uh, Life Works Here initiative, I mean, it kind of spells out exactly what's going on. I'm, I'm curious to know, and I'm sure my audience wants to know, yeah. did you choose a road bike or a mountain bike?
1: <laughs> so that, I'm so glad you touched on that, right? So before this, never got on a bike. Like, I never really rode. When I was a kid, I rode, okay. right? yeah. But when, since from then, I never really had the opportunity. But so I chose the mountain bike. And so the way that they've done it, they give you like a, a gift card. And, and I'm so glad they did it this way, right? Because it's another way to get plugged in. Sure. Right? And so shout out to Fat Tire. Yep, yep. Fat Tire. Yeah, that I love Fat they, Tire. I have a relationship with them now. Yeah. Right? So I, I got the gift card, went into Fat Tire. They helped me select a bike. I got a, a sweet Marlin bike and and now like I went and got custom handlebars, custom uh <laughs> pedals, right? And they gave me uh the the map where all the trails are and right. like they're seriously plugging me. In. I I got, I got a bike rack now on my truck. So it's I was super thankful like that came with it because my family and I go to Crystal Bridges all the time. Sure. So I was going to do that, but I was like, man, I'm kind of, I'm big into fitness, so this could be another way to do cardio. Yeah. So that's the the, the main reason I did the bike. And I'm so thankful I did because I love to ride now. Yeah. Like never, never would have done this, never would have started riding again if it wasn't for this program.
0: Right. Right. No, I love that. I love that. And you have three kids. You have a younger yes. child. Yes. Who you, you've aptly named Boston because yes. that's where she was born. Yeah, B-O-S-T-Y-N. Y-N. Yep, right. Yep, right. Yep. Which is cool. And then you have two older children. Yep who have some remembrance or familiarity with this place. Yeah, yeah. So what was their thought about coming back to this area?
1: Yeah. So my daughter, who's 13, loves the city. She loves the yeah. big buildings, the fast pace. But, and so when we moved back, I'll talk about my son in just a second. When we moved back for her, it was kind of like, okay, she's trying to get acclimated again, but I'll tell you what was key. So my wife is pretty strategic. So she would take her down to Dixon, and especially now that school's back in session. Mm-hmm. So especially because my daughter's thirteen, she's getting like she's thinking has like aspirations of college and sorority life. And so my wife would drive her past, you know, like past the sororities. And my daughter just fell in love with it. Now she wants to go to Arkansas. And <laughs> so like it was very strategically played. Um and it worked out nicely. My son, he always wanted to come back. Like he's super close with his uh, family also. Sure. So seeing his grandma and his grandpa, that was key for him. And I tell you Another, another shameless plug. One of the biggest traits that we love most about moving to NWA, I finally have a backyard for my son. Mm -hmm. And I remember there's, there's been so many times I just been sitting out like at the kitchen window, like looking out of the, the, watching, watching my son in the backyard play, climb on trees, throw dirt. You know what I mean? Just everything. And that was, that was a huge for me as a father. Right. right? So that's something else I wanted to add, but
0: no, I, yeah, I love that. And that, that you're absolutely right. There's something about walking out in your backyard and your bare feet and just scrunching the grass up uh, in between your yeah, toes. Yeah. And those that are listening to this, that are from the big city and from a place where I know they call it the concrete jungle, but it just happens to be a lot of concrete, more concrete yeah, than there is grass. For sure. I totally get it. When yeah. you come to Northwest Arkansas, you have the opportunity to experience that even in, even in Higher density developments here in Northwest Arkansas, we yes. just have a lot of trees. We have yeah. a lot of grass. We have yeah. a lot of natural open spaces For sure. that you can enjoy. Even yeah. in, in cities like Fayetteville, where we have Gully Park and Wilson Park and yeah. Walker Park and you know, fill in the blank park that we have. Yeah. Same things in Springdale, same things in Rogers, same things in Bentonville. You can experience that. I mean, yeah. Crystal Bridges has 122 beautifully landscaped acres of land.
1: And it's the food. Yeah. We haven't talked on the food.
0: Right. The food, yeah, we haven't even gotten there. The food is amazing. <laughs> yeah, it is. Right, It is. We have to hit on the food. Yeah. But so, well, let's talk about the food. What? What? Because, I mean, Boston's not, you know, Boston's no Boston, slouch when it comes no, to food. No,
1: Boston has amazing food. It does. But it does. in terms of like- when you really are just at home on a, on a Saturday barbecuing, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. those those Southern barbecues when when every, the whole family brings <laughs> one of those dishes in. Yeah, yeah. That, that's that's hard, right? And so we 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 made amazing, uh, you know, barbecues in Boston and had great family friends out there that we we created. But there's something like we talked about, just throwing music on, having the family over, people in the pool. Just it's amazing.
0: There's, yeah, there's something about it. No, you're absolutely right. And so yeah, coming back here, I guess. For you, one of the surprises was just kind of seeing how how our restaurant scene has continued to evolve. Oh man! I mean, we have some amazingly good restaurants. Yeah, yeah, and for amazingly sure. Amazingly good food trucks.
1: Yeah. So, oh, I'm um, so the in Johnson, right? Where yes. all the food, I'm, oh, I'm oh, over there all the time. Like I destroy <laughs> the taco trucks. Oh like, yeah, they're yeah. so good. And even there's a good taco place on on Dixon that I, I enjoy also. But the food is amazing here. I truly appreciate it. So
0: yeah, and I think people people that are not from here will you'll be surprised pleasantly surprised when you see the food options that are available to you. Yeah, sometimes you have to dig a little deeper, but there are amazing people like my folks uh, over at I am Gastronome mm-hmm. and the Hungry Peddler that go around posting amazing stuff of food that they have uh, uncovered and found and. You can have everything: Middle Eastern food. That's exactly yeah. Um, that's right. You know, uh, there's Havanas up in Rogers that yeah. has outstanding. If you like your mofongo and and other Puerto Rican yeah. dishes or, or Cuban dishes that are just outstanding and first rate, I mean, you have a little bit of everything. Yeah, and then very diverse. Know, I mean, amazing restaurants like Heirloom and Atlas, yeah. which is a restaurant right here on Block Street in Fayetteville. I mean, there's just a lot to choose from. So, what's your top right now? <laughs> Man, I'm gonna get in trouble because I have so many chefs that are friends of mine. Okay, okay, it's okay. hard for me to commit well, it, to it, anyone. It, it, it's it's almost like seasonal,
1: right? Like yeah. it's like flavor. So, like, what do you what do you just like? So,
0: yeah, I I appreciate that. So, <laughs> one place that I'm really feeling right now, and I go there quite a bit, is Pizzeria Ruby. Okay, uh, Chef Michael Robert Shaw and uh, his partner Meredith over there. They are doing an amazing job. So, okay. if you want pizza like you'd get on the North End,
1: okay, yeah, right?
0: yeah, yeah, like real. Italian pizza. I'm in. Chef Michael Robert Shaw is your guy. I'm gonna have to go he, visit. And he he cut his teeth in, on the North End, so you know when you think of like Santarpio's and some yeah. of the other places that are outstanding for pizza in New England. Yeah, yeah. He he's like you go there. Pizzeria Ruby is totally legit. Pizzeria, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, checking have, it out for It's sure. right in Johnson. It's in that new area there, okay. right off the highway, off the Johnson exit of 49. Or if you're coming the back way, as you go through johnson like the small downtown because johnson's not big yeah yeah, yeah. But The small downtown of johnson if you pass by the police station if it's on yeah. your right just keep driving and you're going to come to an intersection and right across that intersection diagonally is the Pizzeria Ruby. You can't miss okay. it. Okay. No, I'm, yeah. I'm, a, I'm for sure going to go check it in out. there, tell Meredith or Chef Michael Robert Shaw that, that the folks from Miami Northwest Arkansas sent you. I and, am. And they'll take good care of you. Okay. So. okay. And their pizza pies are huge. I mean, they're like ginormous. So okay. Okay. there's that too. So
1: All right. Well, you know. That's a that's a dinner option then. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. You'll have to let me know what you think about that for but, sure.
0: But yeah, I mean, I, I digress. There there are so many options like that yeah. that are yeah. available. So So what are you, I mean, What's next for you? I know you're you're doing some stuff on a personal level you've yeah. you've set some lofty goals for yourself i have i have would um, you care to share a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, so one of the most personal things that that drives me on a daily basis is the, the ability, and so I learned a long time ago you really can't motivate anybody no like no. you can't motivate someone. What you can do is you can create an environment to where they want to motivate themselves right right and so in terms of inspiring informing and educating those are kind of the three principles that really have driven me for a long time and then the opportunity to give back i've talked about that quite a bit right so one of the main things that i've been putting together uh, it should come to life mid next year but it's going to be a conference in fort smith it's going to be called paradigm shift and this is the the i'm so thankful for this this opportunity through finding talent or in, in northwest through the council because now I'm using those new connections, those new networks, and I'm going to plug them into this conference also, right? Um, And so, this conference is going to be a panel-style conference to where you have subject matter experts from various fields. It could be film, music, entrepreneur, whether you want to start a food truck, right? Stocks, finance. And We're going to have a moderator, and we're going to have pre-selected questions from the from the audience, of course, to kind of to to ask the the panelists. But the main idea of this is to show the audience how we created a blueprint for our success, right? And then from that, how do they take what they've learned from us and create their own blueprint? Yeah. Right? How do we inspire and form and educate so then they can start to because we're all pretty much the same. We all put on pants the same way. We all have twenty four hours in a day. Right, but how do we use that time to make our dreams become a reality? Right, and so that's what I want to do. And even to even at a more granular level, maybe it's just they need either a light bulb moment or they need a right connection, and maybe I can you know be that bridge to connect someone to help you know bring something that they're a project that they're working on. So paradigm shift is huge. A project that I'm working on mid next year, and then something else more per, on another personal uh, side is uh, my fitness. I'm huge, huge fitness uh, advocate. My wife is. <laughs> we go back and forth on how much I train, but I have a goal to enter uh, men's physique bodybuilding. Sure, and then from there, so
0: so natural or natural, natural. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So yeah.
1: 2022, I'll enter into the men's physique bodybuilding world, and then 2023, my goal is to get invited to go to the Olympia.
0: Okay, all so right. so
1: I want, I would, I, I want to stand there, and the main reason. That I'm doing this is because I'm an extremist, right. like I can't if I read a book I want to be an author, yeah <laughs> if I listen to a song, I want to be an artist, yeah right yeah, yeah and then so I've always worked out, but if if I don't set a goal and not just like, oh, I hit a new PR, like I need some I need to be competitive. I just stop right and then I get super frustrated on how I look, and mm-hmm. then it's just like a, a vicious cycle, so that's uh, you know, and I've really kind of it, this has really kind of put me back in that competitive high school days where like I'm eating right, Mm -hmm. you know, and then to be honest with you, when you look your best, you feel your best. And when you feel your best, you perform your best, not just in sports, but in work, in relationships, in every aspect of your life. So there's benefits of that.
0: Man, a positive self image goes a long way. hundred <laughs> percent. Like, <laughs> no, for real. Like yeah. you've
1: seen you've seen the 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 meme, right? Where like the kitty cat is like looking in the mirror and then she sees the reflection back. It's like a, a lion. Yes, exactly. Like,
0: that's so real. Yeah. It's so real. Yeah. But, it is. It really is. And and I think, you know, we have to practice that type of self care where we, we yeah. take care of ourselves first and and because yeah. uh, if you can't you know, I re- I recently uh, read this book called The High Five Habits by uh, Mel Robbins. Okay, and Mel Robbins is a, a, a inspirational speaker, and and she's she's pretty impressive. I really like her testimony and her story because yeah. where she came from and where she is today, it's amazing how she got there, and it's just a reminder that we all have that capability to rise up through the ashes to be that phoenix and in yeah. our own yeah. lives and, yeah. and, and and practice what we preach, and you know. Love ourselves a little bit more than right, we should. Right, right? I mean, right. this isn't this isn't a love yourself podcast, although it is because I do kind of talk about this quite a bit. Nothing I wrong just, with that. That's yeah, good. I just yeah. think you need to be uniquely you, right? Which For is sure. why I do this yeah. podcast the way that I do it. It's not going to yeah. be like this way somebody else does it. Yeah, it's the way Randy does it because yeah. this is Randy's podcast,
1: and that makes it sustainable. Right? Because if you were someone else, it would no, burn out.
0: I can't, and, yeah. and I'm I'm always going to be me, and I hope that everybody likes it. But I recognize that. It's just not going to be everyone's cup of tea, and yeah, that's okay for sure. But but I I have a, a sneaking suspicion that there'll be more people than not that will gravitate towards the messages and the stories and things that come out of this podcast 100% and what agreed. it represents, so, the authenticity of it. Agreed. Yeah yeah yeah. So that's that's where I am. But love it, man. I I'm I'm so thankful for you coming on this podcast, agreeing to do this, and just allowing us to get a little bit of insight into who Jay Best is and and you know what you're doing. And and I think as you continue to grow. I think people should follow you and, and kind of see what your trajectory looks like because yeah. I mean it's it's nothing like rooting for somebody that's trying to achieve their goals, right? I'm I'm always that. out there rooting for everybody, but we certainly want to do that for you. What's the best way for people that have listened to this podcast? Maybe they're from another part of the country. And I'm not asking you to be the spokesperson for the Northwest Arkansas Council, although I'm sure they would love that. Yeah. <laughs> but but, it, but if but if someone did want to reach out to you, Either via email or social media. What's the best way for them to connect with you?
1: Yeah, definitely through email. My first and last name, Jaron Best, J A R O N B E S T at gmail.com. Or you can find me on social media. Facebook is just my name. Instagram is the Life of J Best. So definitely yeah. reach out. And one thing, I, I, if you don't mind, one thing I will mm-hmm. say that I, I should have touched on earlier, and this did help me make the decision, right? It's just the thought of, I love California. I love New York. I love Hawaii. Yeah. I love visiting those places. I like vacationing those places. I can still go to those places anytime I want in Arkansas. Right. So that that was kind of the main thing is even though like I'm I'm planted and I can still travel I, and, and the cost of living is significantly less. So I save more. Right. So I travel more. Right. 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 So there's some huge benefits to to thinking about that, to make sure so Man, yeah,
0: you you, are, you have said a mouthful because that was one of the things, that was one of the bargaining chips that I use with my wife. I'm like, well, you can go back to Boston whenever you want. It's going to be so much cheaper to live here. Yeah. I can afford for you to fly out of XNA or Tulsa or wherever and go back home to visit your mom yeah. or your twin sister or whatever. So I yeah. mean, you, you got all kinds of options. Like even so.
1: housing alone, I know we're kind of, rapid, even housing alone is crazy on the East Coast, right? Yeah. And you, yeah. what you can save just on housing alone in Northwest Arkansas, right? It's it, that should be a huge selling point, point. and you right? can still
0: buy land. You can
1: still buy land. Yeah. You can still travel. You yeah. can still eat great food. Right? There's, it's way. It's, it's all about perception.
0: It is. It is, and the perspective. And I think that you you bring up a, a great point, and we can certainly end on this, but we'll have to revisit this story down the road and yeah. get an update as we learn more about it. And I I may even try to invite another person that's been a recipient of this to get there feedback, maybe somebody that's never been to Northwest Arkansas before, yeah. but then came here yeah. and said, you know what? This is home. Because yeah. I think that that story is important too. But your story is important because like I said, a lot of people, a lot of younger people, millennials, and now Gen Z, I'm sure, will leave home and say, I'm never going back because I yeah. want to just see what the world has to offer. Yeah. You saw what the world had to offer and you said, you know what? actually liked what I had back home.
1: Yeah. And, you know, some people like they leave their hometown and they may be forced to come back for whatever reasons. Right? right. And so for I was so thankful and blessed to be in my situation to where I chose to come back. Right. I'm in a position now to where I'm, I have the mindset of how can I now start to give back? Right. How right. can I put my roots down for my family to have a forever home in a great community with with great neighbors and, and great opportunity and how can I give back to my community so yeah
0: no well put man'll we'll, we'll put a pen in it right there Let's do Jay it best thank you so much I for appreciate coming the on. opportunity uh, I want everybody to know that all the show notes will have uh, Jay's contact information everything that we talked about links to whatever we mentioned <laughs> on this episode we'll have in the show notes so you can check that out at IamNorthwestArkansas.com. that's another episode of the I am Northwest Arkansas podcast to learn more about us or to read or download the show notes from today's episode visit I You can also listen to this podcast and sign up for our free newsletter to keep up with us and all things NWA. Sign up today. You can subscribe to the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast, or we're we're now saying follow the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast wherever you listen to it. And please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. Remember, our podcasts come out every Monday, rain or shine. I'm your host, Randy Wilburn, and we'll see you back here next week On I Am Northwest Arkansas.